Just a heads up, a few mild curse words are uttered during this episode. didn't happen obviously it was pre-holiday craziness and Ashley and her family traveled to Utah and then we had Christmas and after Christmas I went to see my nieces in North Georgia and then I got sick and then had an ER trip and here we are um, almost mid-January but we still wanted to release it because it's some good stuff it's a good conversation with a million different things flying Southern Baptist drummers uh, Paul Young planks and splinters in our eyes, the great deconstruction, church splits and reconciliation, the Father, Son, and Holy Bible, simplicity, um, the gift of sitting in friendship with someone who doesn't see things the way that you do, and how every common bush is a fire with God, and more. So we hope you enjoy, and we're sorry that it's late. We have tried to be, we've tried to record a couple of times. I think I got really sick and then you're yeah. working and sleeping in the day yeah. and we're here now in front of the fire in the tree. And I'm so happy. By the way, Shannon had a big birthday a few weeks ago. So happy 50th. Thank you. My sweet friend. I don't feel 50. 50 is, it, we don't every, 50. every age is weird. Yeah. I don't feel like an adult. I don't know how to do adulting. You haven't figured that out yet? No, but here we are. I was hoping you'd have some insight or wisdom to give me. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I think I do. Okay, well. But I don't. Think about it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we we both have a few different things we've been thinking on that we're just going to talk in. about <laughs> whenever we feel the conversation yeah. leads there. You know, we're here in Roy Ann's house, and, yeah. you know, we've got this beautiful Christmas decor that Ty put up and fireplaces going and it just is it's sweet like a sweet way to remember Roy Ann and yeah um her Larry pictures over there yep. I, who drew that um Kinsey her granddaughter oh so yeah Roy really and Larry Dana yeah. Janice yeah everybody we Ty when he was decorating last weekend the night before Thanksgiving we all had a good cry yeah it yeah. was really spontaneous and Kinsey who's their granddaughter mm -hmm. and Mara um, her mom and then my two niece, two of my nieces, mom and me and Eli were in here. And we just are all started talking about how we missed the people we love yeah. and some funny stories. And we all had a good cry for like an hour and a half. It was the most mm -hmm. unplanned, therapeutic, yeah, beautiful memories. Good. And and then we all talked about, you know, how we missed them, mm -hmm. but also just how we're still here. Right. So love each other. Yeah. I've been trying to be more thankful. We've talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Just in my meditations. Mm -hmm. So it keeps me sane. Yeah. And it's absolutely. a good place for our hearts to be. Like at yeah. night, I'll lay down. Eli always wants me to say prayers with him, even though he's still 13. Can you just lay I down and, and stay here for a little bit? And I'm like, sure. Mm -hmm. And I'll lay there and it's really mm -hmm. still. And I'm like, right now, Eli's here. Chance the dog is here. Yeah. 
Patrick's here. My mom and dad are here mm -hmm. and we love each other. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and like the Christmas lights are on yeah. and I'm being still, and I'm literally trying to be in this moment mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. we've talked about. Yeah. Tell me about your plans and, and what you're feeling and thinking, what you guys are <laughs> going through and doing and, and feeling. Yeah. We're, we're heading, heading out. Um, we're going to Salt Lake city whoop, whoop. and we are driving folks. So you it's, guys drive. You got it down though. You got the system down, don't we you? We have a system. Yeah, you do. And just hear me out for those of you who are mortified that we're driving <laughs> from Georgia to Salt Lake. When we flew, the last time we flew, we have three kits. Yeah. We flew to Dallas. We got stuck in Dallas. We didn't know if or when we were going to make it to Utah. Right. When you fly, you are at, with three little kids, you are at the mercy of the airlines. Which is not, they're not very yeah. trustworthy. You have no control. No. And it's getting worse with, with you know, post-COVID, yeah, they yeah. cancel flights with no. At the drop of, at the drop of a hat. Yep. And then you're just stranded. So we started driving when the kids were really little. After we had our, our youngest, we decided we needed to start driving because at least we could be in control of of that part of it, even though it is a much longer drive, uh, obviously than flying. <laughs> um, but we get to see the United States and we get to, the kids get to, you know, get out and stretch, stretch their legs and run around and play. And, and so it's a whole experience and in control and we're in control as much as you can be as much life. as you can. But yeah, yeah, you can stop when you need to stop, yeah. you know, your timing. Yep. It takes one time for a two and a half year old to puke all over you and the airplane <laughs> takes oh, one no. time of that to happen to think, I don't know that I want to do this. Um, screw this again. And yeah, that happened. That's a true story. Oh, Jesus help. That Actually, bless you, my child too. But yeah, it, I, you know, so we, we drive and we're going to leave Wednesday and, and we drive through the night the first night. So we actually make good time. And because I'm a nocturnal animal, right. You're uh, used to being up anyway. Yeah, so I drive. So we're doing that. We're hoping for a really good year. We've made some changes to how we do things. So hopefully we can have a really good time. And I don't talk a lot about all that. Uh, it's, right, you know, you know my husband's family and uh, we, we love them dearly. And sometimes you just have to make changes yeah. to do what's best for your whole family. Yeah. And so that's what we've done. And my yeah. sister-in-law called me and she said, Ash, what can I do to make sure that this is the best Christmas you've ever had? I really love her. <laughs> love her too so much. She's incredible. She's amazing. And she's, she, she has stage four colon cancer and this is her and fifth she's year. Been, yes. It's incredible yeah. how long she's yeah. been fighting it. And she's mm -hmm. still so thoughtful and yeah. loving. And she's um, a Latter-day Saint and or, or, or Mormon. And man, we've had some of the, most beautiful conversations about faith and God and just the way we see the world. Mm -hmm. And I really treasure her. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to see her and our kids are all the same age. And so it's, I am very, very excited this year. Yeah. About good. What's I'm good. I'm yeah. really happy to hear that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a question for you. Okay. So I have a question. Okay. Because we're talking about Christmas and I was thinking, I've been thinking about, this season different from last season different from prior years yeah. as an evangelical yeah and i was wondering 
are there things that you, and don't laugh at me, but okay. are there things that you used to do in your evangelical Christianity during this time of year that you kind of miss, but like in a way that you mourn? Like, and I don't mean like, not, not like dramatically, but things that just that ache, that make your heart ache. Like, God, I miss when we, I miss this about, you know. Like church gatherings? Church, yeah. Or like things like that. Is there anything that you're just like, God, I kind of miss that. I guess the biggest thing I would, I, no. Okay. I but, don't, I don't, I never went to Christmas Eve services. Oh, okay. I oh, hated going to rebel. church on Sundays on if Christmas is on a Sunday oh, yeah, or worse. I hated going at Christmas time because no, I didn't hate it. I just didn't like getting up and having to be at church when you're wanting to shop or yeah. be with your family or you have the day mm -hmm. off finally and you've been busy getting Christmas ready and you yeah. However, I, I can say, remember when like Tim Donahue was here? Oh god. And I wasn't a part of it, but my parents were. They yes. literally rented out the the Lucas? Was it the Lucas or I the Trustees it, Theater? Maybe the Trustees. Like was, one of them. And they put on yeah. like a Broadway freaking worthy, beautiful show mm -hmm. that was free. But and it was a wonderful was Christmas. Free. Like this yes. fun celebration of people. Yeah. And they did a play and it was awesome and yeah. fun and funny. And mm -hmm. I miss being around a lot of people like that. But yeah. honestly, I do not mourn anything that I'm missing from church. Mm -hmm. No. But I understand that you yeah. probably do because you. I think you were more involved in that. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing, Ashley. It is what <laughs> it is. And it's okay to miss parts of a thing mm. that were not healthy because some of it was healthy. We've talked about that before. Yeah. The friendships, a lot of mm. them are precious. So it's, it's okay. It's just weird. The ang uh, we were talking this week and I was so angry. Yes. We'll probably get into it later. Right. And Shannon... Uh, yeah, I want. I kind of want to talk about that in a minute. But okay. Shannon kind of said something, and she didn't even realize it. But no. it just, man, it changed things for me. And so I'm going through this Christmas season, like heading into it, really angry about some stuff yeah. from church, and at the same time, really kind of grieving some things that I loved. Wow. Yes. So it's a weird. It feels like a weird place for me to be yeah. because. The idea of going to a Christmas Eve service for one hour with candles and Oh Holy Night, which is like my favorite yes. Christmas song. And that anticipation of, you know, we're going to get together, we're going to do this thing, and then we're going to go to my mom and dad's house and have a big dinner, and we're going to open gifts from the cousins, yes. like that whole, that's a yearly thing. Because it's a big part of your celebration of, yeah. of Christmas. I get that. Yeah, and missing that and loving that and not having that anymore. Um but also being really mad and angry at the same time about some stuff. So it's yeah. just so weird. It's I think weird. it's good that you recognized it because I find it interesting that you've been out for a few years now in that sense. And this is just coming up. It's almost like the same stuff with Missy with grief and yes. with our family members who died. Yep. It's it it's you can't feel it all at once mm -hmm. and it's got to rise up at the time that it's got yeah. to rise up. And it's, not fun that it's rising up at Christmas mm -hmm. time, but you're recognizing it and you're more free in some ways as you celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. Even with family, it's yeah. more free this year. So, mm -hmm. but the, the fact that the grief is coming up over miss, you know, over things that you do yeah. miss that were precious to mm -hmm. you, like the Christmas Eve, I can see the pull of that. Mm -hmm. 
I almost, when I have to say, when I always heard about the Christmas Eve services, it was never our family's thing because growing up, mm -hmm. my family, both sides lived three miles, both grandparents mm -hmm. for years. And it was the best Christmases of my life, yeah. you know, but mm -hmm. we celebrated Christmas Eve. It was massive family celebrations at midnight. Yeah. We'd open our presents from everyone oh, else fun. and we were up late and it was yeah. fun. And then you'd go to sleep and Santa would come and the Santa gifts were there. And then you had a big gathering again with both sides of the family. Yeah. So it was magical. Yeah. Right. And wonderful. Yeah. And I miss it with all my heart. I, I grieve that. Yeah. Cause my yeah. grandparents aren't here anymore. And you know, you know, and but, that might be part of it too wrapped in because we, that's funny. Cause it was the same thing the way y'all did it. Okay. We did it too. Yeah. So that after Christmas Eve service, we went to our grandparents' house. We yes. Had a big family thing. It, and it doesn't that. exist yeah. anymore. And life is yeah. very different right now. Yeah. But yes, so I, I get that. But I also, I, I was going to say about Christmas Eve services, I always wished, and this is random, but it is true that I always thought I would rather go to like a high church Christmas Eve service. And we had Southern Baptist and I was like, I'm not interested because <laughs> it seems it seemed mm -hmm. i had no all i had was a couple of times at an epistle or an anglican church when yeah. i lived in england or or a catholic service here with friend or a, mm -hmm. you know whatever but i always thought it was more sacred it's a feeling I, to me with the candles yes. and the the, yeah. the readings and it was just more beautiful and i and thought the incense yes and i'm like <laughs> yeah. oh if i'm going to a christmas eve yeah. service i would choose that so i never really met thought I was missing out, but I think it would have been beautiful if that was a tradition with us, but because mm -hmm. we didn't ever do it, our Christmas Eve was with family. Yeah. I guess I don't miss that part of yeah. it, but I, I kind of miss having a big group of friends where we have a Christmas party. Yeah. That doesn't happen that. very often mm -hmm. anymore. And I work in an office with one person, my boss. Yeah. Yeah. I have listened on TikTok. Oh, I thought I was the one with the problem. <laughs> um, uh -huh. I I have it saved, so I may find it and put it up on the website. But I have no clue. It's probably thirteen hundred saves down because mm -hmm. I save everything that I'm interested in, and it, it's pointless to save it because I, I, I can't right? find anything. I need to write it. We need to write it somewhere. Like, and I'm not that gosh. together. Yeah, but I was listening, and then I went to YouTube and listened more about it. Uh -huh. And I'm gonna say beforehand it hasn't budged my belief in jesus at all something okay. something shake it right yeah, yeah or about who i think he is yes or what i've believed about god but this is not right. one of those times mm -hmm. it is a time though that has sh not shaken because it didn't disturb me i was kind of fascinated someone was talking a historian was talking about they took some scholars mm -hmm. and they researched the biblical stories of the birth yeah and how this you had to go to your city of birth mm -hmm. and they're like that that didn't happen that didn't happen oh god shannon how are you doing i'm fine okay, okay. because my found here's the, i come back to it pretty much every episode mm -hmm. and every conversation we mm -hmm. have a deep conversation about jesus on and off of the podcast yeah i know him because he's shown himself to me yeah i don't i don't I don't care, but it was fascinating. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't ruin anything for me. I'm like, yeah. Oh wow. 
I can tell I'm at a place where I'm like more healthy in yep. because it doesn't like <gasps> not everything crumbles at that. And they were talking revelation. about why, and I have not listened to this because I've always wondered why is the virgin birth important? And yeah. I do not mean to shit all over everyone's sacred things because <laughs> that's not my intention. I still think it's beautiful. I still have a nativity scene up. Yeah. Yeah. I know that I don't understand Jack crap about yeah. Think the incarnation and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I know there's probably purpose to why we think God did had him come a certain way. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. I still love the Christmas story. I still love yeah. thinking of these people mm -hmm. who trusted and had fear at the same time and were clueless about what was actually happening in their lives. Mm -hmm. And that, that, okay, Jesus was birthed and here he is God in the flesh. Mm -hmm. fine but it just fascinated me that they're like that didn't happen historically we can't and here's yeah. another thing about that i'm going to play devil's advocate mm -hmm. sure okay because it's about those tablets too that we talked yeah. about yeah the more we go the more we uncover right yeah like yep. i love archaeology i would have been an archaeologist if i would have made yes. a choice about a career and i missed my missed my missed my chance in england because i wanted to go to school and i was too fearful and blah 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 mm -hmm because ancient Roman history is my thing. But the more we uncover, we think, oh, well, this changes the narrative. And then we build this whole thing. Or it's just like religion. Yeah, we build this yeah. whole narrative around, well, this redoes history. We found these tablets that right. tell the creation and stories from the Bible. Or yeah. we, the, the, you know, they didn't travel to Bethlehem. And I'm like, we're going to find some other stuff that changes the narrative again. That's mm. why your faith can't be in that you can have holy awe over it if that's mm -hmm. something where you feel the sacredness of god and you have that meditation on that that's beautiful but again that's not what my faith is in so would you say your faith is more mystical yes i would because that, that's and I'm what I'm just from learning you. about mystical, yeah. the mystics. Yeah. I in packed away because we're still not in a house, but packed away is John Crowder's the new mystics. Yeah. And I wish I had it because I really, maybe yeah, in the new yeah. year we can talk more about mystics because yeah. here's another thing that I've been thinking. Like, feel free to butt in at any time uh, on just, my rant. No, I need to hear this. I'm processing and taking it. So in. why does modern day, and I'm talking about we grew up in because mm -hmm. I know there are some name it and claim it Pentecostals who did supernatural stuff every Sunday, like Jules mm -hmm. showed up from yeah. heaven when this prophet guy came mm -hmm. or, you know, praying for being slain in the spirit, whatever. That That's not what I'm talking about because Southern Baptist, that ain't happening. Nope. <laughs> Why is there no supernatural power in our lives? And I'm not just mm -hmm. talking healing people, praying for people and they're healed. I'm talking, we believe in a God who created the universe, who we mm -hmm. live and move and have our being. This is our faith system, right? Right. We live and move and have our being. And he was born of a virgin. The Holy Spirit got Mary pregnant. He was born of a virgin. God himself is fully God and fully flesh. He died, he healed people, he died and he freaking rose from the grave. But our, our lives in this church system are mm -hmm. boring. Are, are f 
Southern Baptist, I'm talking. Right. Because you have other churches that actually, I know people, I've been mm-hmm. healed. When someone, mm-hmm. when I had pneumonia and they put their hand on me mm-hmm. and on my chest, I felt it go and I was healed. I've been healed. Mm-hmm. My son has been healed of fever instantly. So I've seen supernatural healing. I've seen people's mental healing. But as a whole, mm-hmm. we have no supernatural in, in God. Do you understand what we're saying there? God. It's God. He is a being that we can't even put into words, but we think we can with our doctrines. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's as dry as <laughs> overcooked toast. That you just that I just had and I couldn't finish because it was yeah. so dry. Yeah. It's how is this? How do you have a whole religious yeah. system? We don't do meditation no, in the no, Southern Baptist world. Really scared of it. We don't believe in mystical. Nope. We don't pray for healing for people. It's mm-hmm. awkward if you pray for healing for someone. Other than in choir practice, when God, yeah. please heal him. There is no anointing with oil, like it says in the Bible that he says is the inerrant word of God. Mm -hmm. There's no, you know, there is the Episcopal Church. They do it every Sunday. Yeah, they do that. But it fascinates me that we believe in this supernatural being who is, who is God, who is Mm -hmm. Jesus. But we're, it's just, it's, it's empty of supernatural evidence. Yes. And. I know there's people out there being like, but you know, it's supernatural that I, I've, you know, I know God was here in this, in this situation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if you bring this up at a church gathering, it is the most crickets chirping, uncomfortable, awkward. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you believe in a God who became a baby yes. through a virgin's womb. Yes. Who came out, never sinned. Right. Healed lepers, hugged people, raised the dead, went on a cross, forgave people who were killing him and got up three days later and was like, boom, and then rose Mm -hmm. supernaturally into heaven, wherever it is. But we're going to get together and have the same boring sermons and the same six songs and the same. How are you? Oh, we're great. And mm-hmm. and everyone's hurting and needs healing yeah. or needs a hug. Yeah. That's even awkward sometimes. To give love to people there yeah. is awkward because you don't get out of comfort zones. Yeah. And it just fascinates me. There's not really a question there. I've just been like, how, how did this happen? I Yeah, I, I want to know too. Okay, that's what led me down my rabbit. That's what started oh. all of this, Shannon. <laughs> and it's your fault. What? <laughs> is in there was we had reconnected and we were i was back at the southern baptist church that we were at and we had left and come back and i just i was reading the bible more Mm. i was confused as to when it all stopped at what point (laughs) Did we say the period of supernatural is over? The period of healing, the period of, you know, anything mystical that you right. can't explain because is now the over. early church. Um, we're talking well, they dis- were doing it. Disciples early church. Right. They were hardcore, right? Yeah. 
Peter, he, he walked by a dude and healed with his shadow because he was so sad. We've talked about the story in the Old Testament mm -hmm. where the bones are so saturated with the presence yep. of God that it rose that guy yeah. from the dead when they threw him in the tomb because some bad guys were coming. Mm -hmm. Like, did it end after the 12 died? Right, like, wait, at what did, point because is, are we done here? Then you got, and I'm, <laughs> I wish, I really want to take... um. I really want to take Crowder's theology school at some point. I just never have $2,500 to I do know, it, right? but I would be so, I would love it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, obviously we always give that disclaimer. We have, we're wrong about so many things we talked about. This is just what we know right now, but we're just, we are and the I'm average so educators. We're the normal people, right? We're just a normal evangelical. We haven't written books. We don't have a lot of yeah. famous Christian friends. We don't go yeah. around the world talking about Jesus. We Nick just are people who are living our lives who came out of church and here we are. Yeah. And I like did all of the supernatural stuff when the like kind of fade away when all of the scholarly early fa church fathers came in and started using intellect as well as belief and faith. Maybe. Did it help to hash things out and and try and figure out Jesus and God a little bit or did, and at the same mm -hmm. time, did it actually hurt? Because when you're using your mind, mm -hmm. you don't go to the supernatural. Well, okay. So historically, if we think about it, you know, when we couldn't explain something, it was always, we always made it supernatural or whatever. And then science is, comes in and we start to use our, thinking caps more and then we have science and then we start to believe in that and yeah. so we get away from the supernatural because we can explain it yes. with science and i think it kind of go hand in hand to be fair well they do well we know now with physics yes with quantum physics quantum physics hello we are finding out the craziest yeah and they still stuff. i watched a guy last night and he yeah. said i always watch quantum physics stuff it's so weird it's amazing and he said we actually know how, how I'm a quantum physicist. I don't yeah. remember what he called himself, but that's what he studies. And he goes, yeah. we use it every day and we have no clue what quantum physics is. Yeah. Yeah. It is such a mystery. It's crazy. So yeah. And but I, I think, people, I think like we're finding out that we can, and we've talked about this before, but they're killing cancer cells with vibrations, with frequencies right. there. Right. And like, we are, there's this quantum, Oh, I'm going to butcher this, but there's this like <laughs> quantum physics thing where everything is connected and they're proving it with quantum physics. And there's something called like quantum entanglement. And I haven't heard of that. But it's I, wild. It yes, is so it, it's, wild. I just, it, it, it almost is like a puzzle piece that it all kind of is fitting mm -hmm. together, but mm -hmm. one side won't admit this and one side won't. Yeah. It's like, let's just, can we just like, admit none of us really know and okay fine if you <laughs> yeah. don't believe in god fine if you do but there is some place where this marries together yes, and middle. it is phenomenal yep yeah it doesn't dismiss that there's a god if you believe in him yeah and it doesn't dismiss that it's science if you believe in science yeah it's it's miraculous yeah the quantum physics and the and the faith is miraculous i wish that we would mm. not be afraid like that brian cox guy who i love He's like oh, a, yeah. a, a, yeah. a scientist. He, when he told the story about going, he was invited to talk to like Catholic priests or some mm -hmm. clergy and mm -hmm. they got so uncomfortable when he yeah. was like, what do you guys believe? Like they were like, this is what we believe that. And it just, they shut it down. And it's right. like, how sad. Yeah. What an opportunity. 
you know, to learn. If our faith is so small that we can't explore science, mm -hmm. oh, come on. Yeah. I have now, now thinking through all this, this has been in my head a while. Mm -hmm. And the more I'm going and how I'm talking about in our grief, we're also realizing here we are here right now. And I've been trying to be present right now. Mm -hmm. Not how am I going to do this? How am I going to, where are we going to live? What are we, how are we going to pay this? Um, how are these people going to be? What if this happens mm -hmm. right now? And just enjoy the moment and mm -hmm. just being thankful and recognize being still so I can know God's yeah. presence and being still. So I'm just happy that the ones I love are right here, right now. Mm -hmm. I think, I think we, I think love is supernatural. Like I think mm -hmm. when somebody like when you and Karen took me out to dinner for my birthday to Bella's mm -hmm. and then I got sick right after and I wanted to, I should have done it when I came home that night. It was, I wanted to text you guys and be like, do you know how loved I felt? Do you know how precious you guys are and how I felt mm -hmm. so loved because you came out for my birthday and we had good conversations and and you bought my dinner and she brought me gifts. And I just yeah. thought love is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's freaking amazing. And when Eli is talking about his tangents of Marvel and DC and I'm yeah, like, I just yeah. watch him sometimes when I am present enough to yes. stop focusing on my crap phone or whatever, and just look at my child. And I'm like, this mm -hmm. is awesome. Mm -hmm. But like hugs. I mean, I think yeah. we underestimate the, that God is love. Yeah. Yep. God's as he isn't about, he is love and it's very supernatural mm -hmm. and we have it. Yep. And we almost take it for granted because we're so overwhelmed with other things, mm -hmm. but just like a couple of times this week, my kid's 13, my youngest, and he doesn't mm -hmm. want to be hugged very often mm -hmm. unless he wants to be hugged. But I just went up to him, I gave him a big kiss on the cheek. I'm like, I love you so much. And that's freaking supernatural. Yeah. And I think I think like when you're looking back in, in church history, even at the disciples after Jesus was gone, they had a love for him. Mm -hmm. That is what drove them to love people. Mm -hmm. And they preached very differently than we did, than we do. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't preach turn or burn. They preached because they had a fire of love for people and they just wanted yeah. them to know how this person they met mm -hmm. that they knew as God in the flesh yeah. who was completely opposite that they thought the Messiah would be mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was just loving. And we've totally yeah. lost that. Yeah. We've totally lost that joy. We now do it because we don't want people to go to hell yep. or because they need to be this way so that they can be Christians. There's no fire of love burning for people. A lot of the time. I know a lot of people who have fire of love. I'm saying as a whole, right. I'm tracking. And I think yeah. love's very supernatural. And I'm like, man, we miss yeah. out on miraculous because I also think if we want miraculous, love's the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it sounds very give me such. <laughs> I saw what I'm saying. I it just fascinates me. It's mm -hmm. almost what what has been is being born from being still. Man, love's freaking amazing. Yeah. Friendship, family. But like when you you think about you know like every Disney movie, <laughs> right? And the good guy always wins in the end, and or like Marvel and yeah, 
all these DC. We we love for the good guy to win. Yeah. For evil to be done away with. Yeah. We we love for love to win. Yeah. Because I think there's something innate within us that resonates with that well, and recognizes it. I believe, I don't know where you're at with this, but we're made in, in love yeah. himself's image. Yes. So it's like a beacon that calls out to us. Mm -hmm. When you, we're, yep. I watch video reactions obsessively on YouTube. <laughs> like I spent hours of my life that I don't need to spend doing this. <laughs> of people from right and left Mm -hmm. musically who are very outspoken or who about anything. And when people mm -hmm. have something about love in mm -hmm. their song, people cry. Yeah. There's a song that a guy did. That's like, it's so simple. You're a fighter. I believe in you. Blah, blah. Totally off his normal stuff. And yeah. people are weeping when they're watching a song. And yep. I'm like, we are so mm -hmm. lacking. Yeah. Genuine love. Yeah. And I will go. Uh, one step further and say that thing that evangelicals talk about of uh, there's a God shaped hole in all of us. There's yes. a song about it and how, you know, people who don't have Jesus, how do they, I don't know. It's just a bunch of drama and garbage, but I would say that people who are not quote Christian, First of all, I don't think we're lacking anything. I think we're lacking of the knowledge. Yeah, I think we we're have. already made. We're all made right. in his So we're I don't all believe. Included in. Right. He's I don't in believe us. it. We were made in him. Exactly. Yeah. There is no God shaped Instead of being born horrible sinners. <sighs> yeah. We were born from love himself. Love. Yep. That's yeah. who we actually are. Yeah. And we're awakening to that. Mm -hmm. I think people who, you know, who find, honestly, I think people who, are converts to Christianity and they get up there and they share their testimony and their lives are horrible until they found Christ and Jesus and this church. I think it's, they just didn't know how loved they were. Yeah. Which and, may be true. Yeah. Be but, but I do, if that falls apart, I still want them to know their love. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is no. We, we yeah. tell them it's Jesus, but we also say, and also you're going to go to hell if you don't believe this. Right. Which kind of clips that cord of totally love, screws it up. Yeah. in love, right? I think people just don't realize and know and understand the love that is in them, the love that that God Himself has for them and created them yes. in. I just, I think it's an yes. awareness issue. I do too, and I think as Christians in this modern day, we preach um, opposing messages about love. God yeah. is love, we say, right? In Him yeah. we live and move and have our being once again. But you need, unless you know Jesus, you don't have real love. But actually, anyone who loves their spouse or their child yeah. or a friend or an animal, He's present. High five me. God, I love that. He yeah. is love. He is you don't there. get it both yeah. ways. Absolutely. If you know yeah. real love, not manipulative love, mm -hmm. not not grudging. If you know real love, you know it. Yeah. Or you long for it if you don't know it. But you recognize that in what you just He's, said. That's him. Whoever. Yeah. Isn't there a scripture that says whoever loves has known God or something? Uh, like yeah. There's. Yeah. Let me look, look it up. Because it's there. Let me look that yeah. up. Get it, girl. <laughs> well, actually, no, that's not the scripture. What does it say? Well, kind of sort of. First John 4, 8. So maybe it is. Hold on. I'm getting there. Hold on. Let me open up that old Bible Gateway app. 
Oh, I don't think I have it on my phone anymore. I do because they used to have the Passion, which I really like that version. Yeah. They took it off. Oh, jerks. Yeah, but they kept the NIV. Turds. So, first, John 4. Let's look it up in the message. Carefully, you know, the first verses are carefully weigh and examine what people tell you. Not everybody who talks about God comes from God. There are a lot of lying preachers loose in the world. Oh, that's hilarious. Yes, we do know that. Yeah. Here's how you test for the genuine spirit of God. Everyone who confesses openly his faith in Jesus Christ, who came as an actual flesh and blood person, comes from God and belongs to God. And everyone who refuses to confess faith has nothing in common with God. I Here's where I say I want the original text. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, my dear children, you come from God and belong to God. You've already won a big victory over these false teachers for the fear, spirit in you is far stronger than anything in the world. So I don't know if I, I'm not, I don't yeah, want to use scripture not... to just back up what I'm saying. Yeah. All I know is how do I say this without being offensive? Why are you worried about being offensive? <laughs> Why are you worried now? <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not worried about saying I think part of what's in here is used in a way that backs up exactly what we want. You have to have faith in Jesus. Yeah. You don't know God because down in verses seven to ten, let us continue to love each to love each other since love comes from God. Here it is: everyone who loves is born of God and experiences a relationship with God. Which so it almost is opposite of what you just said. said earlier. That's yeah. where I wish I was a theologian mm -hmm. because yeah. I want to know what did this text actually say? Yeah. Oh, I wonder if the mirror Bible has first John. I'll look it up and I'll add do. it to this because he does. A, he hashes out the right. words that they used and how we've interpreted it this way, but this is the yeah. actual word. This is the yeah. actual meaning. And the more I listen to like Paul Young and talks about mm -hmm. how the NIV is, bad version like just Garbage. it's just not accurate yeah and how i read about the history of how people choose yes. to take out words in certain translations and certain mm -hmm. at certain points in history well it's, it's so manipulated yes right. yeah. and so i'm like okay i get what he's saying mm -hmm. but then down below he says this everyone who loves is born of god and experiences a relationship with god yeah the person who refuses to love doesn't know the first thing about God because God is love. Mm -hmm. So you can't know him if you don't love. But everyone knows what, I mean, we all have it in us. Yeah. I, I, I just, I think love is way more beautiful than we think. Yeah. And we take it for granted. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we stay in things that because we want to be loved, but it's not real love. Sure. Friendships, relationships, whatever. Yeah. But love is so beautiful. Just, just that experience of my birthday night. My mm. parents love me so much. Yeah, yeah. Patrick and Eli love me. I love them so much. I love my parents. I love you. I love my friends. And I'm like, I love sometimes. Sometimes when I'm not going on in annoyance and exhaustion and fear, I have actual love for strangers. <laughs> yeah, you're so funny. Honestly, yeah. I forget about love yeah. in in the stress. Yeah. And I'm like, man. Mm -hmm. And it just, it literally is beautiful. And I think if I can just love more freely without mm -hmm. self-consciousness, that would change a lot of things. And it would, mm. 
love would be able to flow through me mm. more freely. Even if I just went up to someone and be like, I just want to hug you. I'll be weird. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, I think we miss that. Yeah. And I've been meditating on that just in the past week or two. And I'm like, man, we just forget to love well, or we forget that yeah. we're, that we have yeah. it in us. Mm-hmm. And I think it gets choked out very easily. Which is one yeah. of the reasons Jesus probably says, you can't change a thing about worrying, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Be right here right now. And I'm like, oh, but what if I don't have this? Or what if I haven't yeah. done this? And what if something comes up and I need this? He's like, yeah, I just said. Right. Just sit in love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There we go on that. Yeah. That was a lie. That was a, good stuff. It's good stuff. Can I just say one thing? And I don't want to get off track or be really hypocritical. I just want to bring up the fact that 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 video of the church that's doing oh God. the huge production where the guys are playing drums I flying know, down from flying the ceilings. <laughs> well, okay, but I want to talk about that though, really quick. I was like, "What?" Now listen here, though. That okay. it's that that church in Texas. Yes. When you were talking about the production that we did, yeah, at the theater. Right. Right. Fair enough. It was free. It was free. They charged and it, for this people thing. Weren't flying. People weren't flying. But we can always say that, well, ours doesn't do this, and so we were okay. But that's not what I mean. It was done with a heart that was beautiful, mm-hmm. and they tr- didn't charge. They didn't charge. And the it difference was- is that um, this church is charging, and they claim that it's like the proceeds are going to their some kind of ministry. It's an outreach, but the label that it's under is like their music out there something missions and so there are people who have gotten online who have said yes i've been a part of churches that do this what they mean is it's going back into it funds their their production as a church yeah they're calling this a mission a ministry right and a mission and an outreach and so all the money the proceeds don't go back into the community they go back to the church to buy more stuff to do keep doing this production stuff so it's not even they're charging so that they can recoup what they put into it and also buy new stuff. Yeah. That's what that's that what brings that up another thing that I've been really not struggling with, but that have been, I guess it is a wrestling, but it's a good wrestling. The scripture has come to mind when I've been a little bitchy. Okay. The past couple of weeks. And it, you know, just something drops in your head and you're like, Oh man, dang it. <laughs> I, I don't know how to do this because I think calling out stuff like or talking about stuff like that, that I'm very uncomfortable with it. And I think it's ridiculous. But in doing that, depending on my heart, uh-huh. I may be pointing out a splinter in someone else's eye before looking at the plank in my own. I get I get that Jesus turned over tables in the temple. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm not him. Second of all, I think there's a time to call bullshit. But it's very easy for me in this day and age where I see hundreds of different church things. And I've Mm -hmm. had my own church experience to be like, Mm -hmm. stupid idiots. Like, how dare they say it's a ministry and this and that. Who? Why does that have anything to do with my life? Why am I judging them? But then on the flip side, devil's Mm -hmm. advocate, which I love doing. Yeah. These, not this church, 
to be fair, as far as I know, I did read what church it was. And I read some about it. I read some of that, not exactly what you said, but I read some details about yeah. it. First of all, I think they have a bigger responsibility to come, come on guys. Mm -hmm. But also this is the type of church that we've seen fall because of okay. sexual abuse mm -hmm. and, and covering up yeah. really horrible things that have been done to people in, in, in order to keep this deadly yes. system going. And this is a church also on the list. This, right. Uh, this is a Southern Baptist church. That oh, is Southern Baptist. This is a Southern no. Baptist church that has made the list. Right. And so I'm not saying yeah. that. I mean, you heard me. I'm the one that brought right. it up. It's it's comical <sighs> to me in a sad way. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to be aware mm -hmm. that we all think these days that our opinion has a lot of worth. <laughs> It goes back to how so, we I mean, yeah. how we get mad at people in the churches thinking I mm -hmm. I know what's right even right. if I don't have this this is stupid this is wrong and I remember one time when I was in England and I heard some preacher okay Martin Scott great person mm -hmm. over there and I would go like to Germany or wherever with them with a group of people mm -hmm. and we'd go love people and there was some cool stuff that happened he was also one of the most unique people because he had such a perspective that wasn't mine, right? Yeah, in my life yeah, and just some yeah. wisdom, right? It's so kind mm -hmm. and so thoughtful. He wouldn't just answer you flat out. He would think it through. Yeah. Very helpful. And I remember one time this preacher that I really liked then, who mm -hmm. I still don't have a big problem with. Some people do. I don't. Mm -hmm. I just think if I like some of the stuff, if like it speaks to me, I'll meditate on it. If it doesn't, I just let it go. Yeah. All in all, he's, Seems to be trustworthy. But anyway, he was teaching about tithing. Mm. And I told Martin, I, I just think the opposite. And I think that Jesus has talked to me and been like, don't worry about this. Mm -hmm. The opposite. And he said, Shannon, think about it this way. He could be telling him that that's the way he wants him to do it. And he could be telling you the same thing that the thing that you're saying mm -hmm. he's telling you mm -hmm. he can tell you two different things that actually doesn't mean it's not the same truth yeah yeah and i'm like that's so freeing that's yeah. so good oh my gosh and that's really helped mm -hmm. me but i also i i know i know that stuff like that is just i mean it's a sh it's it's a circus shit show compared to the original yeah Compared to what the origin of these mm -hmm. people who followed him in the flesh, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But then so is a lot of, so is a lot of stuff that, that I probably think. So I struggle in this mm -hmm. place that I'm at mm -hmm. with that. I, yeah. I have a bullshit meter yeah. <laughs> that is off the charts. One time Gaz told me, and Gaz is, we're going to interview him next month, uh -huh. talk about his book. He's amazing. But one time Gaz told me, I think he was annoyed with me. I'm going to ask him when we oh talk to God. him next month. He said, you are like a freaking washing machine. You yes. just churn, churn, churn until all the crap comes out. Yeah. And, and it comes out around you, man. You just, it's what you're made for, but dang it. You know? Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I can oh. see it. But then it's, you know, and going, well, I, I see bullshit. I have a bullshit meter. Mm -hmm. You can rely on that instead of, instead of love. 
So it's a balancing act because we'll have a bullshit meter. I think that's idiotic and stupid at that church. I think it's, (laughs) I think it's the opposite of Mm -hmm. reaching out Mm -hmm. and having a mission. Mm -hmm. The mission is to go love people who are hurting, not to do a show. But then what if you're made to do shows? Hell if I know. Hell if I know. That's fine. Then do your shows and be a church that does shows and charge for it and then pay your taxes. They, Make you your money and pay your volunteers. These are unpaid volunteers. Yes. Okay. Who have You're real right. lives and real jobs and work their asses off. That's a tr- good for point. The, and we listen. Your ask your mom and dad. Yeah. I've been a, a part of it. My dad's been a part yes. of these productions. Your mom and dad have. We have real jobs. We're giving up any spare time yes. to this church. We're not getting compensated in any way, shape, or form. Yes, that I mean, excellent point. And then to have what a church I'm saying, make yes. money off of it. That's a good point, Ash. Lose your your 501c3 yeah. or whatever it is. Lose that. Pay taxes. Then pay your um volunteers. Right. I, and I, do your productions. See, that would be great. From I'd that pay point, money for that. I get that. That's yeah. a great way to say it. And I think I would pay money to see the drummers up in the air. <laughs> I am putting on the website the one I sent you of yes. the guy who does the characters in church where they're coming yeah. at them. The drummers yeah. are coming down the kids' video. It's yes. freaking hilarious. Yeah. But nobody's gonna know what I'm talking about until I put it up on the website. But then but you can never unsee it. No, it's hilarious. But it's like, yes. So I'm in this place now where I'm like, I don't want to be a hypocritical ass. Sure. I mean, I I understand. don't want to be. I get that. Oh my gosh, I str- I have hatred for myself on the days that I can't love myself because of my stupid hypocritical crap. Right. So it is like, okay, I've got a plank. They got a splinter, but I also feel that uh, everything has two 50 sides, Ashley, because I I also feel that this is not the Jesus that I know. This is Mm -hmm. not the real Jesus. And then on the other hand, it's he he he's big boy he can do this he can show people he can he can defend himself sure my my biggest thing is i don't want more people to be disillusioned when there is this real burning Mm -hmm. present fiery gentle powerful friend who's god himself that's what i want people to know yeah is it getting lost in the drum show that's the question that I have to bring it down to. Yeah. I haven't seen the drum show. So actually, all I've seen is damn TikTok. Do you want to drive out to Texas? And we might have, there might be a matinee we can make. I'm going to give it a hard pass. <laughs> okay. But that's what, I mean, I feel that, oh, come on. But then I actually, it is out of a real love that I don't want people to be hurt. But a lot of things that start off with that good thing end up very ugly. I don't want to become that. He's, you know, but I really just want people to know that, that him, his, the love of God, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't want it to be a production. I don't want them to be mm-hmm. hurt by the things that we know go on behind the scenes. I want to yeah. have healthy people who know love, yep. whether they believe in Jesus or not. I don't want them to be hurt by the damn church. Bottom line. Which is inevitably and ultimately what ends up happening. Yeah. And that's that's our that's like the whole problem when people say 
okay, you don't believe anymore. You're, or you're out of the church and you're doing your own thing. Why do you have to be so vocal? Just leave it alone. Live and let live. And the problem is it's hurt, still continues to hurt people. Right. Because it's In almost so like ways. having a child that's yep. abused as a child. It, yeah. it, it forms your spirit in a way that it's not meant to be formed mm -hmm. to function in. And you yeah. grow, you learn to grow up in that mm -hmm. brokenness. It's dangerous. And it's the same thing with spiritual growth. You, it yeah. is dangerous yeah. and it's wrong. Mm -hmm. So yes, that's, that's an interesting chat too. Yeah. I also want to bring up the fact that we need to do a whole up. We need to buy Brad Jersak's new book on deconstruction. Gosh, I want to. I want to read that so bad. Me too. Ooh. Let's do. Let's buy it in the next couple months, and then we'll okay. do an episode on it because he calls it. He calls it the Great Deconstruction, like yeah. he like they've called it the Great Awakening. Yeah. And he, it, it's. I've watched a couple of videos of him talking about it, and the other one you sent me. Yeah. It's beautiful and it would be so good to like soak that in and, and yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Another thing that I wanted to kind of along these lines. So there's a guy on Instagram who I think he's Matt Mussing, Matt Musing. I, can, I don't know how to say his name. A lot of the time I go by his stuff and I'm like, eh, it's not my thing. Is he the, the new evangelical guy? Um, no, it, Oh, his name's Matt Hyam, and it's his screen name is Matt Musing or Musing, oh, okay. Musing, Musing, Matt Musing. Musing. Burt, burt. <laughs> Digging through the dirt to try to rediscover the simple beauty of following Jesus. So he mm -hmm. puts this thing on, okay? And this really, this kind of maybe goes along the lines we've been talking. Are you are you awake yeah. enough? Yeah. Ashley just got off a night shift and hasn't slept. I am. It's I'm, early morning for us, and she is awake and doing a podcast because she's amazing. <laughs> I feel great. Okay. <laughs> So, okay. And I'm just going to read it. It kind of like sparked something in me when I'm like, ooh. I want to hear it then. He says, Matt Musing, Matt Hyam, I think I said. Okay. Yeah. Musing. I like said Musing, like Muslix. It's Musing. Well, like he's musing. musing. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm with you, Matt. I get it now. For the first 300 years of the life of the church, the very worst sin that could be committed was schism to split the church. Mm. Is that how you say it? Schism? 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 I think schism, but gosh. We I'm going with schism. To, if it's wrong, let me know. You can laugh at me. Obviously, there were those who left the church, even forming alternative cults, but they were never kicked out. The highest priority was preserving the unity of the body. Theological disagreements were discussed and worked out within the church, not by removing those who disagree with us, but by engaging with them. Mm, yeah. Even those considered heretics were still within the church. Huh. Arius was a bishop, so I have to look up Arius. Okay. It was over a thousand years before there was ever a split when the Roman church split away. The worst sin was to split the body of Christ. Mm. In the 500 years since the Reformation, there have been an average of two to three new denominations a week. Oh, you read that right. Denominations, not churches, and that's a low estimate. Oh, my gosh. I wonder what those early church fathers and mothers would think if they could see the 30 to 50,000 Christian denominations today mm -hmm. squabbling over secondary theological issues, vilifying, maligning, and excluding those who disagree with them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of that. I mean, this is just another can of worms that opens up and you go, we don't even think of that as something that's a problem, but yeah. it is. Yeah. I remember when people that I knew 
moved here. I met them. I wanted to go to church. It was a vineyard church and I met them and they were starting a new church. Mm-hmm. And once I got, and they don't even believe anymore. Wow. Okay. But they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love them. And when they were here and they're like, we're planting a vineyard in Savannah. I'm like, I literally said, why? <laughs> why are you here in the city that I live in planting another church? Yeah. Come on guys. And I just, <sighs> It goes along yeah. those lines where you're just like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I didn't know there were that many denominations. I know that on in Savannah, I mean, just right here where we're sitting is the Episcopal, yes. the Catholic, mm-hmm. the, I, there's like some tabernacle primitive down Baptist. there, primitive Baptist. There's, there's two the churches assembly, by your house. A Methodist one, a Nazarene The one. Jurassic Park Church. The Jurassic Park Church. It does look like the <laughs> Jurassic Park thing. I wonder um, how many churches are in Savannah alone. And, and, he, and I mean, I'd be interested in looking into that history mm-hmm. more and seeing, mm-hmm. holy crap, for a thousand years, we didn't, it goes yeah. like the William Paul Young, I'm going to put this podcast up again because it's so, I've listened yeah. to it two or three times, where he talks about in, in, on death row where he's made friendships with these men on death row Mm -hmm. now that they meet. And there's a guy who meets with them all the time. And Paul Young comes, they've built a table of reconciliation. These men on death row, who've probably done horrific things, who know they're loved and forgiven Mm -hmm. and they will not leave anything to fester. Yep. These guys have got Jesus and church figured out more than we do because because they come together and they will not let a split be in between them. Yeah. They reconcile and they hash it out mm-hmm. until they're reconciled and at peace with one another. Mm-hmm. If we did that, freaking fire. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. We just cut each other out. I've had it done to me. I've done it to others. And it's yeah. so, you want to talk about antichrist. Mm-hmm. This is just a quick break. We wanted to say thanks for listening and supporting us as we make this podcast. And we want to ask that you would consider going to whatever forum you listen to your podcasts on and leaving us a written review or a five-star review. It helps others to find our podcast and we really would love for people to hear it. We're not doing advertising. That's not something we want to do at this point, but we would love for more people to be able to hear what we have to say And it would also enable us to hear from them. So that would be wonderful if y'all would consider doing that. And now back to the show. We get so busy with crap. Things matter. Family matters. Life matters. Little things matter. Little things are life. Well, yeah, it's that, the little, little things, things, the little mundane things. Yeah. I think the that what we lack is the awareness mm. that he's present in it all. It's the fire of blackberries, the um, Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Earth's crammed with heaven and every common bush a fire with God, but only he who sees takes off his shoes. Mm. The rest sit round and pluck blackberries. Oh my gosh. I mean, here we are. Mm-hmm. So I think in the whole meditation and being still in this moment mm-hmm. and actually taking Jesus at his word of stop being anxious. You can't change anything. Mm-hmm. I, de- I, I think I can change it because I <laughs> probably changed it for the worse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In the being thankful in the midst of feeling like my life's falling apart mm-hmm. or the death of people you love mm-hmm. or 
family stress or lack of money or lack of friendships or whatever. When I'm saying love is supernatural, like this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Give yeah. give me eyes to see people as you see them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even if it takes me a while to grasp it, mm -hmm. give me those eyes. Give me eyes to see that there's beauty in sitting still in a tiny little apartment or in a house in Utah where there's been chaos. Mm. Give me wisdom and give me eyes to see that this is a fire with you, God. Like you are right here. Mm -hmm. Because that is holy. And that is, I mean, if I can function out of that presence of God and that knowledge and just as much as I can be aware that he's right here and that there's beauty in it. And even when it's horrific sadness or horrific pain or, or overwhelming, I can be still and be in this moment and mm -hmm. it's the holy ground. It's like, mm -hmm. um, and love is present, love himself mm -hmm. and love. Like if you stop and think there's actually a lot of love in our lives, mm -hmm. we're very fortunate. Yeah. So instead of choking it out with the stress and the worry, just recognizing it. Yeah. I am. I'm, I'm going to be quiet and let Ashley talk now. <sighs> What? I'm just taking it all in. Okay. Thinking about everything. It, you know, religion has. I I think I just get baffled at the role that religion, I don't know, plays in our lives, even when we're trying to distance ourselves from it. Right. You know. Yep. Like true. I think I'm having an existential moment uh, when. <laughs> Bring it. Like how wild that we were born in the United States. Yes. In this time period. And I, I just think like how, I don't know if egotistical is the word, but just like how bold of us to, uh, to think that this is the way it is. Like yes. there's so much out there that we yes. don't realize. And, I just gosh, feel yes. the arrogance that we carry the, with us. The way that you can think is this is the way it is. It has to be this way. Yeah, yeah. It's a crazy thing. Yeah. Our struggles are very different than people who don't mm -hmm. grow up in the Western world. Part of my awakening to Jesus as love himself is the eyes that I see people with is changing. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's not first political. It's right. human. Yeah. And that's a big shift. And I'm not sure what to do with it. But I'm glad that he's helping me see things differently. Mm. It just it like hit me how wild all this religious stuff slash nonsense slash beauty can be. Right. All at the same time. Well said. <laughs> yeah. It's very messy. It is. Yeah. It's a beautiful mess and it's a not beautiful mess sometimes. Yeah, a hot mess. It's a hot mess and a beautiful mess. Yeah. And that's so are weird. we. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. Christianity should feel like my love for others continues to deepen. Not my beliefs are more correct than anyone else's. Oh, shoot. That's a good and here's, an, here's kind of what we're saying. Just a reminder, your Christian faith tradition was birthed out of heresy. 
There is no Christian tradition that has remained 100% true to some quote-unquote original version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So be careful when you condemn others for their fake faith and theology. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking okay. about the plank in the eye. Oh, crap. That was good, but I did not want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I think another thing that I've been hearing a lot about, you know how things get highlighted and you're like, man, I've heard that a lot lately, is how it's just about Bible being worshipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. lift it up to a place where it's not meant to be, and yeah. I keep going, man. And it's it's it is heretical to say that at this point in the in the place where we came from. Oh yeah, for sure. And it is a big, which is my problem with when you get into the weeds of where our Bible came from, right? And you sit there listening to historians and scholars talk about how this, you know, beautiful leather bound Bible we have was pieced together and how we don't have like how we're learning when you were talking about earlier that, you know, the more we dig, the more we find, the more our history gets rewritten right. because we're learning more and you realize that there are things that, our pastors and youth pastors and theologians have known for years and never said a word about. Right. Cause they learned it in their seminary. Yeah. And you're presented with this leather bound, perfect word of God. Yeah. His, his love letter to you. Right. And it's completely perfect. And then when you get behind the curtain, you're like, this is a hot damn mess. And I've been told it's absolutely perfect. And you knew this all along. Right. And that's why I was so upset yes, with you the yes, other day. Yes. I was pissed. Yeah. That I had the Sumerian plates that have been found that have these origin stories and all these myths that, oh, BT dubs are in the Bible. And I'm like, what? And that predates the Bible, I don't know, a thousand or 2000 years, something ridiculous. Yes. And I got really angry. Yeah. And I was, I called Shannon in the Chick-fil-A line. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> um, did our pastors get taught this in seminary? And are they withholding this from us? Right. Because if, if we knew the truth of it and it wasn't, this narrative of this absolutely perfect book that was handed to us by God himself bound in leather, like that we would all, it would all fall apart or that we would like, like, well, why are you hiding this from me? Right. Why don't you trust me with the truth? And I was real pissed Like off. is your faith, is your God so fragile? Yes. Can he not handle the, tr like if the truth of this is revealed, do we no longer have a religion anymore? Right. And I was just angry and I was having a time of it. And yeah, Shannon said to me, you know, Ashley, <laughs> yeah, th th these are origin stories that, that have predated the Bible and that's okay. It's okay that, that these stories that we thought were original to the Israelites, actually the Sumerians have the same stories that, this oral history that was passed down and that's okay that even with the Bible, what we knew before the Sumerian plates, 
was oral history that finally got written down. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot I said <laughs> I that. I was so, yeah. And it kind of like pulled, it just, it like instantly pulled me back to reality and, and just hit me that it was like, I see why you're angry, but, but let's look at this and what does it mean? What is the bigger picture instead of being so angry that like you didn't know this information? Doesn't right. make, but it's okay to be angry when you first, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I get, I get it. I wasn't trying to, Stop you from being angry. I hope. No, no, it was just a conversation. Yeah, it was you, a conversation. You were just like, yeah, I know. I but... got why you were so angry yeah. because if they are learning these things in seminary, mm -hmm. like about Job being right and Satan being part of the council of gods, right. and God, you know, it's like, what? Yeah. I think that's why my belief has, and I do read the Bible sometimes. Because I do think there's beauty and truth in it. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm hating on myself, mm -hmm. I love the Psalms because it shows me that humanity is okay. Mm -hmm. Being broken is okay. Mm -hmm. But the way he thinks about me is the way to think. It's yeah. helping me love myself. Yeah. Like, I, you know, realizing there's bigger than outs outside of myself. And there's this God who's mm -hmm. like, wait, I formed you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm with you. I make my bed in hell with you. It's okay. Mm -hmm. But, and I, I read the Jesus stuff at this point, I get that it has good stuff in it. And I get that the Holy spirit brings it alive because Jesus is the living word, but he also does that through poetry yeah, and yeah. music and movies and conversations yes. and sunsets, mm. you know, he does it. It's, it's, and it's stripped down to where I've said this before, but Jesus He's all I know right now. Mm -hmm. He's the one who's shown up to me. He's the one who continues to show up to me. His love is my lifeline. Mm -hmm. His presence and the knowledge that he loves me completely mm -hmm. and this discovery of that pure love with mm -hmm. no buts about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. When I am still... If I had been taught and if I can teach my child, my youngest child who's still home, mm -hmm. if we were taught to meditate in this moment and learn to sense that there's this love being who we call Jesus, mm -hmm. who calls himself Jesus as far as I've heard from him, but that he shows up to whoever needs him mm -hmm. with complete love if we were taught to be still and know God as children, do you know mm. how different that would make our adulthoods? If that was the focus, not the denominational beliefs, not mm. the doctrine, not the things that we do, but if we sat on Sundays and mm. actually worshiped together and actually came together and didn't leave until we were at peace with one another and actually cool. sat still mm -hmm. and thought right yeah. now, Hey kid, let's talk about worry. Mm -hmm. Let's be still. You don't have to feel it. I want you to learn to be still and know. Okay. But think about that. It, like, like an exercise in that in a church one Sunday where you walk in and you're not being externally given that feeling, but you're, you do like a, th a thought experiment where you internally, where you, everyone meditates and yes. gets quiet and still. And that feeling that we always get from the music and the, 
just pomp the and circumstance in the show, but we all be still and find it within ourselves. Yeah. Gosh, I, I wonder what like, that would look like. I would like to know how things would turn out differently in our lives yeah. if that's what yes. we've been taught about Jesus and God from right. childhood. Because we're always getting things externally. We're always getting things externally. We're always being right. told what is right and what isn't right. right. And this, if I was, if if we were told and we can tell our children, mm -hmm. you are loved. Mm -hmm. When things harm you and others hurt you horribly, this is your place of refuge. Mm -hmm. When you fuck up and you wound people or do things that you can't even believe you did, mm -hmm. you're still accepted. Mm -hmm. I want to teach you to be still and know that love is present. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever your life journey leads you on. I want you to come back to this presence of love mm -hmm. right here. Cause mm -hmm. he's, this is it. Yeah. You're never alone. Right. If that was that simplicity is taught. Yeah. What? But then what? I mean, Oh, sorry. I got, uh, no, bring but then it. like, what does the church have to offer if we're, so this is my thing. How beautiful would that be? But then how scary would that be for a brick and mortar building right. where people get paid, make their money right. off of you having to come week by week and get your right. weekly hit of now, dopamine. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I still think there should be some teaching of who God is. Oh yeah. I agree. But I'm just saying like, but what power would that take away from the, the um, institution is right. what you're asking. Yeah. Correct. But that's right. Yeah. yeah. What strips, what kind of gets stripped Everything. there? Yeah. Everything. But gosh, wouldn't that be if like the new, if this, you know, the great deconstruction yeah. brought us to a place that looked more like that yes. where. Yes. And also in the, in the sense of our, our, our giftings, not spiritual. Yeah, I'm not just yeah. talking spiritual, but I'm talking like if you love archaeology, if mm -hmm. you love nursing, if you love NICU, if you love drawing, if you love mathematics, being taught that God is present in everything mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. makes in everything in like you, yeah. He is in you. That spark is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And if you can teach, if you, if like we were taught to look at life as not black and white, or this is spiritual mm -hmm. and this isn't, mm -hmm. but if you're aware of the fact that your interest in things is, is beautiful and he's present in it, mm -hmm. as long as it doesn't hurt others yep. or, yourself, or yourself. Yeah. Jesus, man. He's, God yeah. is, is, is like, go for it. Yeah. You don't have to live up to anything. You just have to exist and 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 mm -hmm. explore and yep. and learn from mistakes and hurts. But but you have this this anchor, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We talk about it in church, like he's your anchor in the storm. Don't build your house on the sand. Build it. Up. Well, but we all just sit here and talk about it all the time. Well, I watch you backstab this person and backstab mm -hmm. this, and I guess that's just humanity, but. I would love for this great deconstruction mm -hmm. to lead to whether you believe anymore or you don't mm -hmm. to lead to the freedom to be in awe yeah. and learn how to be still mm -hmm. and just love well. And to some people that's going to be working with mm -hmm. refugees to some people that's going to be hugging your neighbor to mm -hmm. some people it's going to be raising your kids. 
-hmm. and loving them well. To yeah. some people, it's going to be serving the poor food, mm -hmm. you know, bringing clothing to people who are freezing outside and don't have a home, bringing people in, whatever. And we get in this, it's, mm -hmm. we have factions no matter what. Yeah. This faction thinks people should be doing this to show the love of Christ, mm -hmm. but maybe they're, maybe they're not called that you are. So do it, <laughs> you know? So yeah, it's, it's a big, it's a, I'm just becoming aware of this and I'm sad because my kid's 13 years old. Right. And this is yeah. just coming into my thought system. I'm like, man, mm -hmm. Is it too late to teach him this in the sense, not that he has to do right. anything, but just to, to work this into our conversations. Like, do you know how loved you are? Do you know that mm -hmm. things that you're interested in like video games? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Like if you're passionate about it, mm -hmm. do you understand that God is, is here and that he enjoys your enjoyment of those games? Yeah. Like how beautiful you can engage with God. Right with enjoyment of video games in or of, everything of archaeology or nerding yeah. out on reading theology or, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, or freaking crocheting, whatever. Right. Machinery mechanic. It's just, yeah, it's so opposite of our belief system. And mm -hmm. I, I, the more I go, the more that's how God is revealing yeah. himself in that way to me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm right here. Be still. Mm -hmm. Let but go of the stress. Yeah, it, it's like decentralizing God. I think like we're our Christianity yes. is, you know, it's like taking away the power of the institution and putting it back into us where it's always has been. Because we're the church. Because, yeah. We say it, but we right. don't understand yeah. it or mean it. And it might be like a little new agey for, for some I people. I think people think that and it gets scary for them. Right. But I, but be bold enough to be afraid, and and it, yeah. you know, come on, yeah, it's okay if he's if and he's again, who we say he is. You are safe in his, in yes. his presence. Yes, and you, ha you, you have you say the Holy Spirit convicts, then let him tell you if something's off. Yeah, it's okay. Be brave. Yeah. You know, be still. And perfect love cast out fear. Yeah, and you are in that. Yeah. Like, God is love. It's interesting also to hear you um, when you're like, Jesus is the name is how is that is how I know him. Yes. I know this perfect love. His name is Jesus to me. Yeah. And I'm just, and I appreciate that. That's not like I'm in a different place. Yes. Really? And I, I'm not that yeah. it should matter to you if I'm okay with that or not, <laughs> but it doesn't bother me that you're in a different place. Which is why we're, I think we're love. such good friends though, because I can, I feel the freedom and the safety to say, to yes. have that conversation with you and for you to be able to hold I'm space able to for say, me. But hey, yeah, it's still Jesus for me. And I, and you're yeah. able to say, but, and we hold space for each other. You don't yeah. get annoyed with me for saying this is Jesus. Well, and I don't get annoyed with you for not knowing if you believe in that. But anymore. I see the beauty of that. What's so, this is what I'm saying. This is what leaving evangelicalism has done for me is and the beauty in the way in which it happened for me where everything didn't fall apart at once it was like yeah. a, just a honestly like an evolution of things and the falling away of certain things over time has really has been like such a gift for me but that i can sit down with you and you can tell me what jesus is teaching you yeah even though i i am calling love i'm there's a big question mark over it yes. right now for yes. me and it might come back to Jesus. Right. It, it might not. I'm just in a different, I'm moving through different right. things that I can have. We can have a conversation 
and you can tell me what Jesus is showing you and what you're learning. And I can love that. And I can appreciate that. And I can, I don't have to, I don't have to shit on that because right? I don't, because I don't call the love that we're just, okay. But we're also calling it something different, but it's the same thing. And when I'm with my family, my evangelical family, the prayer that my brother said about Jesus coming to live a perfect life and how we're celebrating, you know, God incarnate. And the beauty that that is, whether I believe that's what really went down or not, but it was love. And then I can see that and the gift that it is to be able to see that it is at the end of the day called something different, but always love and pure, perfect love. Right. And that, my friends, has been the biggest gift to me that the source of love, whether you call it God, yep. whether you call it, I don't know, light. Allah, <laughs> light, Jesus you know, love incarnate, yes. God incarnate, whatever you call it, that, that at the end of the day, it's, it's perfect love. And that through our differences and through our different lenses that we view the world to the gift, to be able to sit with someone who you think doesn't see life the way you do agree on things, but to be able to see that, like at the end of the day, you really do. Yeah. And that we actually do have that in common. Even and you if you have love. Yeah. Do I ever make you feel, do I ever like answer when you say stuff like that? Like, but you know, for me, it's Jesus. Do I ever make you feel shut down in what you are experiencing? Cause I'd like to change it. Never. If I do. No, it, from what I, the way that I'm seeing things now is makes it even more cool. Mm. If that makes sense. Like for me to be able to say, I'm having this experience and share it with you. And for you to say, and I see that, that for me, that's Jesus. It just makes it really, really okay. awesome. And I, bigger. I, I, I guess I mean, like if I say, well, for me, that's Jesus. I don't mm. always have to say that. I can just well, listen you to you where you're at. I mean, okay. I just want to make sure yeah. if I do tell me. But I don't ever and but, say I just need to talk this out and not have you bring up that it's Jesus for you. That's what I mean. Oh, but I don't think you do. Okay. Like, I just that's yeah. I my feelings it, have not once been hurt. Okay. If that's what you're okay. asking. Or and, I don't want to shut down what your mm -hmm. um working out of this is. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But I feel that I feel the freedom and the good. I mean, honestly, out of all the people in my life, you and my husband and father Kevin are the three people yeah. who I feel like I've been the most, I've been able to say and speak my truth and fears and stuff openly and honestly without in safety. Yeah. Good. I feel the same yeah. about you. I'm safe to talk about whatever I need. I hope to you talk feel about. that way. I do. Yeah. It's safe. It's a good thing. Yeah. I think we, as the church need to overcome our fear of people unbelieving Jesus as they struggle. Yeah, yeah. And if this God is who we believe he is mm -hmm. as people who believe Jesus, mm -hmm. don't be afraid because mm -hmm. let's, let's look back at Christmas. Mm -hmm. It undid everything they knew. There's oh, freaking yeah. angels showing up to some shepherds being like, don't be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, not a problem. There's three thousand <laughs> angels singing over my child, yeah. and I'm on my freaking face. Cool, this cool, is cool. out of my experience. This is yeah. not the God of the temples that I'm not even allowed yeah. in or welcome in. Right? Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. Be mm -hmm. open, mm -hmm. and I think that a lot of Christians 
or whatever we call ourselves, mm -hmm. whatever, me, I sometimes have a fear of what if I'm too open and I encourage somebody to go and Jesus is like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. I'm in yeah. every bush, right? It's oh. a fire with God. I got this. Do you know how much good. I love them? Way more than you. So good. I got this. It's for my child, the same yeah. thing. And yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, you got mm -hmm. this. Because I do have that. But And I'm like, no. Ashley can't go anywhere out of out of I love. Can't, I can't. I can't. No. Not, and none of us can. No, and if you're experiencing yeah. hell right now, then I have love mm -hmm. to give you. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so does Ashley, mm -hmm. even though we're on the same spot about Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I have no doubts about love in your life from your heart. None. Thanks. It's so good. It's so good. It's so helpful. And just to bring it full circle, I find some of our beliefs about things and holidays a bit magical. Oh, oh, 100%. Some in a good way and some in a funny way that I'm like, yeah. what do I think? But yeah. it's okay. I don't d despise it. I mm -hmm. actually embrace mm -hmm. it. I just love it. Mm -hmm. I love the stories. Yeah. I love that there's a God who loved us so much that he wanted to make a way for us in our minds to not be confused about his love anymore. Yeah. Okay. It's beautiful. Yeah. I can celebrate that with people who think differently than me. Mm -hmm. I One thing I would love, this is so off subject, I but <laughs> I, through my job, when I worked at the law firm downtown for years, mm -hmm. I was like a liaison to a bunch of different banks mm -hmm. and some of the people lived in India. Yeah. Like we're friends on Facebook mm -hmm. and he just puts, every year he puts stuff up about Diwali, the Festival oh, yeah. of Lights. Yes. And then I had, and I'm like, man, these people are so awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's just opened my eyes. If I were there at the festival, I think it would be such an amazing experience, oh, right? Can you imagine? Like one time we shot a wedding, mom and dad and I, in a synagogue. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is fascinating. It's mm -hmm. so beautiful. And then I went to the Catholic church that I had never yeah. been in and shot a wedding. And when they did the, the offering to Mary for children, I was like, what? <laughs> what? I didn't know they did this. Everything has beauty in it yeah. and everything has weirdness in it. Yeah, like a little I, bit of both. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes yeah. I've seen stuff and I'm like, that's gross. I don't like that. It, it's it's sure. not whole. Yeah. It's not love. Mm, it's it's yeah. really yucky. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. You just think, wow, he's got us. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like Leanne was saying. Like, yeah. it's, it's not on me. No. <laughs> We're so in, included in love. We're so, mm -hmm. like, you're beautiful because you were made, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I'm in a healthier place in the sense that this year as my, and, and, and next year we'll be in a whole different spot. I know, like right? if we just do a little recap on what's happened in the last year since last November. And, and oh my gosh. Just, just since we started the podcast, there's yeah. years ahead of that when we were working stuff out as well. Yeah. yeah. We just do a recap of where we were when we started yeah. Yeah. to now world's different oh my gosh i don't i don't know if i could have handled myself now <laughs> i don't know if i could have and handled we, thought we were so open you know right? we thought we were so like yeah i so think i would have been scared of myself yeah i think it would have made us a bit fearful yeah. like oh i don't know if i'm willing to go that far that oh, what belief is... or whatever yeah. Done. yeah yeah it's good it's a good thing yeah so there we go yeah we really love you. Mm -hmm. We're really excited to hear where different people are at. And it's good. It's all, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. 
I need to remind myself of that. I'm not, yeah. not trying to say I'm always there, but it is actually going to be okay. We wish you peace and love. Yep. And hope. Yeah. I kind of think Heidi has been texting me a lot and I haven't mm -hmm. answered because I've been sick for a week, yeah. but yeah. I had this moment in the last week where I thought I'm done. I'm not going to hope about traveling anymore. I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm tired mm -hmm. of being disappointed and sad because mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to want it anymore mm. because it's horribly hurtful. Yes. And I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to say, Hey, someday I'll get to, no, I'm done. I'm not going. And throughout the week, when I said, and hope mm -hmm. throughout the week, I've just been like, what is that in me? It's hurt. Yep. It's disappointment. Uh-huh. It's exhaustion. Yep. It's jealousy. It's a lot mm. of things that I need mm. to sit still with. In that moment when I'm sitting still, I need to deal with it. Because even though I'm saying it and I mean it, mm. I know it's not the healthy way. And I know it's, yeah. it's, uh, how do I say this? It's just, if I stay in that place, it's not good. Mm -hmm. So hope is really confusing to me as a Christian right now mm. or as a Jesus person. I don't even know what to call myself mm. because I think we should have dream and, but life has been so brutal. Yeah. Yep. Constantly. Yeah. That hoping is really, really painful. Mm. But I'm like, Jesus, whatever's in me, let's let's sit still with it this next week mm -hmm. and so whoever if anybody's out there who's it may not be the same subject as i'm talking mm -hmm. about but mm -hmm. we get it yeah you don't have to cover it up there's some heavy stuff going mm -hmm. on in our hearts right in our lives but you're not i'm not alone in that mm -hmm. i can share it i can tell you that that's happening mm -hmm. and even though i don't understand it i just think it's important that we acknowledge that i get that it's not all festival lights sure yeah but i i hope that everybody listening and all, for us and our families mm -hmm. and stuff that this um ribbon of presence and hope can be in the midst of mm -hmm. all those hurt the hurt and the sadness and the mm -hmm. the needs and the disappointments because mm -hmm. that's crushing sometimes mm -hmm. and i hope that i can and that we can be still enough to feel it and to not ignore it mm -hmm. and to let love in and crack the door enough so that some healing happens in those mm -hmm. places. Mm -hmm. So I hope that this is a time when you can be still on a dark night or, or wherever you are, just be still and let, I think when I was grieving, I uh, when grief first happened with my sister, when it first happened, I said, let God into your grief. Mm -hmm. It's the same mm -hmm. thing. And I, I pray and hope that um, you don't get overwhelmed by that more than you get overwhelmed by love mm. right now. So I'm just going to pray that we all get overwhelmed by love and we're not alone. Mm -hmm. And, and that Elizabeth Barrett Browning, man. Yeah. Don't just pluck the blackberries mm -hmm. and it's not on you. Just be yeah. still and know that you're loved. And I think that's it. Anything else? Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Or 
it was good. <laughs> it was good. It was fun. Yeah. I love talking out stuff with I you. Do too. Right, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace out. things podcast was made in every way by me shannon ruddy and ashley simmons the music is by lewis lyon and it's called quietly hopeful you can email us at glorious things at gmail.com and you can check out our website at glorious things thanks for being here for our second season and hang in there even when it's rough we're loved we're loved